Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Tiana Taylor, Army Hammer, Selma Hyatt, Snoop Dogg, Alyssa Milano, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC Up on the train and the radio is all I need In the views and celeb news, I'll ask That's the entertainment, who became famous Number one source of pop culture, radio or not We gon' chase it, that's the entertainment Save adolescents from the ghetto time stages Gotta make a change in that's the entertainment Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune The business is nice, the jazz is the better cruise The original car, I win cause you plan to lose of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click up on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, the call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, we're on Facebook. Like us. Like our page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S. Entertained at the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a very hot and humid and sunny 88 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So this week we're going to be talking about uh, Tiana Taylor. She just made she just made history, actually, as becoming the first black woman to grace the top of the Maxim Hot 100 list. We'll tell you more about it and how she feels about it. Also, Army Hammer has checked into rehab. I'll tell you what he's been, uh, why he checked into rehab. Also, uh, Selma Hyatt says that she is conflicted about not coming out sooner about the about the uh, the private battles with filmmaker Harvey Weinstein. Why she says she should have went public with her concerns about the man. And uh, also this week we got uh, Snoop uh, rap icon Snoop Dogg. He's heading to the boardroom after landing a new role as executive creative and strategic consultant at Def Jam Records. And Alyssa Milano, you know Lano, who you know from uh, the TV shows like Charm and Who's the Boss? Well, she's thinking about running for Congress in 2024, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So let's get started. Um, again, uh, 
Uh, oh, and also I wanted, before I start with the show today, I just want to uh, talk about uh, an actor that we just lost a couple of days ago. We're talking about uh, Clarence William III. You know him from such TV shows as The Mod Squad. He played uh, Prince Dad in The Purple Rain. We lost him this week uh, at the uh, age of 81. He had passed away from... Um, from cancer, so uh, rest in peace to Clarence William III. Okay, so um, Tiana Taylor, she's a singer, she's a dancer, she's a model, she's an entrepreneur, and she became the first black woman to grace the top of the Maxim Hot 100 list. Uh, She opened up about being on this list, and uh, she said that she always wanted to be a part of this list and on the cover, and she said, and she finally got the call, and uh, she said she that this is what she said. She said stepping back in front of the lens has been a journey of self-reflection and self-confidence. Living up to the name and title of this shoe wholeheartedly made her nervous. And she got candid about her daily look. She said that, uh, you know, being a mother of two and working and being an entrepreneur and a wife, she uh, said that she tends to, all she does is uh, get try to hide behind her sweats and her vintage tees and whatever hairstyle that she muster up that day. So, you know, you can see that she don't have much time to be or feel sexy. But the 30-year-old mom of two daughters and the wife of NBA player Iman Shumpert is currently the one-year creative director of the fashion brand Pretty Little Things. She also released a new musical album titled The Album, featuring collaboration with stars like Lauren Hill, Erica Badu, and Missy Elliott. The album debuted at number eight on the Billboard Top 200, and currently, uh, the, she was also the choreographer for Kanye West's music video for the song Fade and, and is working on a documentary on Dionne Warwick in which she will be cast as Warwick. Uh, she also mentioned that, um, that when the photographer decided to adapt her daily look for the cover, she said that that day was dope because it made her see another side of herself. And when she... Uh, before she dropped her daughter off at school, before heading straight to the shoot, she all she wore was sweatpants, a beanie, and an army jacket. And her hair wasn't done for the shoot, but she was going to throw on a wig, and she didn't have any makeup on. But um, she said that you know she learned how to embrace her true beauty, and she shared to her followers that she said that. Um, in the true words of Audrey Hepburn, the beauty of a woman is not in facial mode, but the true beauty in a woman is reflected in her soul. It is the caring that she lovingly gives the passion that she shows. And the beauty of a woman grows with the passing years. Embrace and love yourself for who and what you are, because only the purest heart shines through, unquote. And she also went to thank Maxim for the honor, and she also concluded in her message saying, quote, Thank you, Maxim Magazine. I'm truly honored to have graced the cover. And, uh, you know, it's a big deal because, but you know what? It's surprisingly, you know, I'm, I'm really surprised that she is the first black woman because there's so many beautiful black women out here who are doing it out here and are, uh, 
entrepreneurs and achieving their dreams and they're making a difference in the world. And I'm really surprised that it took this long for them to put her or a black woman on the cover of their magazine. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's a great honor for her. And uh, I saw the cover. As a matter of fact, she posted it on her uh I think her uh, Instagram account, and she looks really good. She looks really, really good. But the, and and when you look at that body, it doesn't look like she ever had any children. I tell you that. But congratulations to her. Uh, also uh, this week, um, Army Hammer has uh, checked into a rehab center. And he checked into a treatment center for drug, alcohol, and sex issues. Uh, in Orlando on May 31st. Now, the social network star, who is 34, has been accused of rape and violent sexual assault and has been in the Cayman Islands since March. Elizabeth Chambers, his estranged wife, helped him on the journey and dropped him off at the rehab center, according to Vanity Fair. And the two announced in July of 2020 that their 10-year marriage would be ending. Six months later, messages reportedly sent by Hammer to other women were revealed mentioning sex slavery and cannibalism. The Los Angeles Police Department has confirmed it is investigating Hammer but refused to go into specifics. Hammer has denied the allegations. And Selma Hyatt is still conflicted about her private battle with filmmaker Harvey Weinstein, wondering why she never went public with her concern about the man. She claimed that Weinstein sexually harassed her while she was making the movie Frida for his production company, but she was too afraid to speak out. Now she's wondering uh, if those who became victims of the convicted sexual predator would have been spared if she spoke out. And Selma first detailed Weinstein harassment in a 2017 New York Times essay revealing he lost his famous temper when she refused to shower with him or let him perform oral sex with her, on her. She also refused to appear nude in a sex scene with Ashley Judd in Frida. And after she turned down his advances, uh, Weinstein uh, angry attempted to sabotage the film, threatening to take projects away from Hyatt. Now, Harvey's bullish behavior and his treatment of women came to light in 2017 thanks to a New York Times expose researched and written by Jody Cantor and Megan Tuhi and a New Yorker piece penned by Ronan Farrow. The article prompted dozens of women to come forward with allegations of sexual misconduct against Weinstein, who was quickly fired as a board member at his own production company. Last year, Weinstein was found guilty of rape, and he's currently serving a 23-year prison sentence here in New York. He still faces more allegations in Los Angeles. And rap icon Snoop Dogg is heading to the boardroom after landing a new role as the executive creator and strategic consultant at Def Jam Records, or Def Jam Recording. The advisory position created specifically for the Drop It Like It Hot hit maker will allow Snoop to strategically work across the label executive team and artist roster and focus on creative development, and this is according to the label's official. The Los Angeles-based star will report directly to Def Jam Interim Chairman and CEO Jeffrey Halston and Lucian Grange, Chairman and CEO of parent company Universal Music Group. 
Snoop also hopes to dig through the label's back catalog to tell the life story of these great artists, sign new talent to the roster, and potentially release his own project through Def Jam. Now, artists currently signed to Def Jam include superstars like Rihanna, Justin Bieber, and Kanye West, as well as Big Sean, BTS, Alicia Cara, 2 Chainz, Public Enemy, LL Cool J, uh, Janae Aiko, and the late DMX. Alyssa Milano may be hoping to charm voters. The former charm star told The Hill in the No blog on Tuesday that she's considering running for Congress in 2024. And this is what she said. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking at California 4th District to potentially run against uh, Representative Tom McClintock. And uh, he's a Republican, actually. Um, Milano told in the note that she divides her time in the Golden State between Truckee and Bell Canyon, and the Republicans have basically had a strong arm there in the 4th District. The Who the Boss actress uh, uh, said that she would love to maybe consider flipping that seat blue, referencing McClintock's successful re-election bid last year, which secured 56 percent of the vote, and that's according to the blog. Acknowledging that she currently has a lot on her plate, including a boss reboot, Milano told ITK she intends to decide on the potential run following the 2022 midterms. Those following Milano closely shouldn't be shocked by her political ambitions, though. Uh, back in 2017, it was announced that the insatiable actress would star in and develop the Lifetime comedy series, Alyssa Milano for Mayor, which is now listed as a TV movie on IMDb. Milano sought the input of her 3.6 million Twitter followers last month about her potential political bid. Congressman McClintock was one of 63 Republicans to oppose Asian hate crime bills. That's what Alyssa uh, tweeted, and she said, quote, this is my congressman. Should I run against him? Yes, you should, Alyssa. Yes, you should. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson is using his own brush with skin cancer to help others in the struggle. The modern family star is using his platform to spread awareness about the importance of getting your skin checked. On Monday, he shared a health update and reminder to his 2.9 million Instagram followers about taking measures to protect your skin. And uh, he said that the... Uh, he sent this reminder, reminder to, to have people to tell people to stay up to date on your dermatologist visits because if you have fair skin like him, and he also uh, the redheaded actor also wrote before revealing that he always wind up getting something taken from him every time he go, and today that day they took a bit of the skin cancer that they found, but he said you know don't worry I got it early and I'm going to be fine. And sharing the update, the 45-year-old actor, author, and entrepreneur posted a photo of himself at the Los Angeles doctor's office with a bandage on his neck below his right ear. And he also advised in the caption, wear sunscreen, SPF 1000 for him. Now, according to the Mayo Clinic, skin cancer is the abnormal growth of skin cells that typically develop on skin exposure to sunlight, namely the sun's UV rays. And according to the Skin Cancer Foundation, which indicates that one in five Americans will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. 
Right now, we got 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show or you want to know more about it, make sure if you are a registered listener here on BTR, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I come on the air live. And also, it's an hour show, so if you can't listen to the show in its entirely, don't worry because we always post the show on our uh, Facebook page and our Twitter page. So if you can't listen or if you want to check back later, the show goes into an archive mode here on Blog Talk Radio so you can always continue to listen to the show there as well. Uh, Kid uh, Cuddy, uh, he gets candid about his battle with depression and anxiety in a new Instagram post. The Pursuit of Happiness star shared with his online devotee how he tried to deal with his mental health issue, which he has been struggling for years. And this is what the rapper uh, wrote on Tuesday. Uh, This was his June 8th post. He said, quote, sadness eats away at me sometimes. How do I deal? A lot of you hit me and ask how I get through. Truthfully, I don't know, unquote. Now, uh, Cuddy admitted that some days are great, others are not so great, adding that he relies on God a lot to get through it. And he said, quote, I I just try to believe God has something better for me. I try to have faith in the light. Please believe. And and meanwhile, uh, uh, Cuddy said that God has better days waiting for him. He said, I just know it. Unquote. In response to the post, some fellow celebrities and fans showered him with love and support, and among them was Demi Lovato, who wrote in the comment section, quote, here for you. Picture Perfect 2 actress Brittany Snow, who will star opposite the rapper in a horror flick X, also left an encouraging message for him, saying, love you. Back in 2016, Cuddy checked himself into rehab for depression and suicidal thoughts. And taken to his Facebook page, the star opened up to his fans that anxiety and depression have ruled his life for as long as he can remember, and he never leaves the house because of it. He said he doesn't trust anyone because of it, and he tried. he's tired of being held back in his life. He deserved to have peace, and he deserved to be happy and smiling. He also skipped promoting his album, Passion, Pain, and Demon Slaying, due to the rehab stunt. He said, quote, love and light to everyone who has loved me, and I'm sorry if I let anyone down. I I really am sorry. I'll be back stronger, better, reborn. I feel like shit. I feel like so ashamed. I'm sorry, unquote. That's what he said at the time. You know, uh, depression is a big deal. You know, we just saw uh, tennis uh player Naomi Osaki, uh, she uh, decided to uh, deal with her mental issues as well because, you know, after it's all said and done, having a lavish career, making money, if you, if health is the one thing that you can't, money, you, you have to take care of because you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the fame, but if you're not mentally um happy and 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 you got and you're dealing with issues day by day that comes first before anything else so I commend kid Cuddy and also Naomi Asaki with uh, coming and being brave and showing vulnerability and showing that yeah we have issues too 
And by them coming forth and dealing and talking candid about their battles with depression and anxiety, help other people deal with it also as well. Uh, Jeff Bezos has set the date for his first adventure into space when he and his brother Mark travel on board the maiden voyage of the New Shepard in July. The billionaire businessman will travel to space in the six-seater spacecraft made by his company, Blue Origin, on July 20, just a couple of weeks after he stepped down as Amazon CEO. He will be joined by his brother, Mark. Bezos shared the news in a video post on Instagram on Monday, June 7, telling his followers, quote, ever since I was five years old, I dreamed of traveling to space. On July 20th, I will take that journey with my brother, the greatest adventure with my best friend, unquote. Bezos, the world richest man with a net worth of $187 billion, will travel towards space in the crew flight to a point 60 miles above Earth. The journey will reportedly take just about 11 minutes. Meanwhile, members of the public are currently bidding to win a seat on the new Shepherd alongside Bezos, uh, with the current highest bid being $2.8 million, and that's according to Variety. The bidding concludes with a live online auction on June 12th. The winning bid amount will be donated to Blue Origins Foundation Club for the Future, whose mission is to inspire future generations to pursue careers in STEM and to help invent the future of life in space. Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly are reportedly have officially got back together after allegedly calling an end to their romantic relationship less than a month ago. The Daily Show host and the Titan actors were said to realize that they were happier being together than apart. The insider went on to claim that they're working on their relationship while just enjoying each other's company. As the 37-year-old host has rekindled his romance back with the Friday Night Lights alum, the insider source noted that it's not like they're rushing down the aisles anytime soon. The reconciliation news came less than a month after a source announced via ET that Trevor and Minka have parted ways. Minka and Trevor have broken up. Their work commitment and careers are just different, and they both felt like they should take time apart. That's what the insider reported. However, a little over a week after the two were said to have called it quits, they were spotted getting cuddly and kissing while dining at a French-Japanese fusion restaurant, Orega in St. Bart's. And according to the source, they departed together by a private plane the next day. At the time, a source revealed that the two are not officially back together, but are figuring things out. And Gone Girl uh, star Lisa Bain is in critical condition in a New York City hospital after she was struck in a hit-and-run crash on Friday evening. The actress was crossing a road in Manhattan when a driver on a motorized scooter ran the red light and collided with her, sending the 65-year-old flying across the road. And this is according to the New York Police Department. Bain suffered a traumatic brain injury and was taken by ambulance to Mount Sinai Morningside Hospital, where she remains in serious condition. Her wife, uh, Catherine, told, uh, that's what she told uh, Deadline.com. Now, authorities are currently searching for the suspect who sped off after the incident. Baines has been visiting the Big Apple from Los Angeles for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic began and was thought to be on her way to her alma mater, the Juilliard School and Lincoln Center Theater, when she was injured. Uh, Her manager, David Williams, told CNN via email, quote, we are just hoping she pulls through. 
Broadway and screen veteran Baines previously appeared alongside Tom Cruise in Cocktail and Western movie Young Guns, while her other credits include appearances on TV shows like Nashville, The Orville, and Masters of Sex. Oh, wow. You know, and that's the scary thing, and that's the one thing here about New York. you got to watch out not only for bicycles, Hit and runs, cars jumping, sidewalk, and now you got to watch out for the, oh, and electric bicycles, and now scooters. Scooters. And, and you know, and this guy just kept on going. He just kept on going. We just wish her a speedy recovery. Tyler Perry is bringing, get this, his iconic character, Medea back from retirement for a new movie. The actor-filmmaker is set to reprise his iconic role as the tough elderly woman for a 12th installment on Netflix. It's titled A Medea Homecoming. The upcoming film also has Perry on board as director in addition to penning the script. Uh, uh, they said that the most of the production and development is going to be at the Tyler Perry studio. And uh, Tyler Perry last portrayed Medea in 2019 in Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral, which was at the time planned to be the last installment of the comedy film series. He then retired Mabel Medea Simmons in 2020 with the sold-out Medea Farewell Tour, which was also filmed for BET+. Now, Perry told Variety when he was honored at the 2020 Showman of the Year, he was done with Medea, completely done with it. And this is what he said, quote, uh, I've been looking at the state of the world, and I finished a tour in January just before the pandemic started to break in the country. And the amount of joy and laughter that it brought to so many people, that's what I think is missing. We need that laughter and that joy, unquote. The movie is planned for a 2022 release, and it's reported that the 51-year-old has been quietly developing the project since last fall. The new film will be shot entirely at the Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Other details include additional cast members are currently not available. I knew that he, uh, Madea wasn't going to stay quiet for too long, but he's right. You know, with all the, the people losing loved ones and this virus and this pandemic, taking its toll, we do need a laughter back in our life, and Medea definitely will bring it. Uh, I enjoy Medea. She's just too, too funny. And uh, I'm glad that Tyler Perry is bringing her out of retirement. Uh, right now we have uh, 26 minutes uh, after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, Miss J. Lo. Uh, she has struck a new development deal with Netflix bosses. I'll tell you more about it. Also, um, another noble actor will be appear in The Matrix 4, and I'll tell you who that is. And Chris Helmworth is, been, is getting ready to front a documentary about Shark Beach. And uh, actress Lupita Nyong'o is helping to celebrate the life and legacy of peanut creator Charles Schultz. And uh, also getting a documentary is Jackie Collins. Uh, the, la uh, the late author is to be it's going to be a subject of a new CNN documentary. And uh, Swiss Beast's eldest son is posed to break into Hollywood. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. 
head if you're looking for a serious type, let me pay it. I'm from the South, never had a hand out before I live my people's farm, but I'll take it out your mouth. So quick to switch up. I'm from the long, so I don't need to kick up. It ain't directed, so it ain't respected. Stop dropping clues, cause I ain't no detective. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to win. Don't care how I do it, just know that I did it. Why you so worried about what I be doing? Counting my money ain't making you rich. Talking down on me don't make you the how my name in your mouth more than your spit. I really encourage my haters to talk. Throwing this shade on me, keeping me lit. Huh. Partners have signed a multi-year first-look deal with the streaming site with an emphasis on strong female-driven projects, uh, uh, also uh, not only females-driven projects, but also strong female actresses, writers, and filmmakers. Now, Lopez, who co-run Neurican Production with her producing partner, Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas, already has two films in the work of Netflix. Nico Caro's The Mother, which is coming out in 2022, and The Cipher, based on Elizabeth 
uh, no, Elizabeth Modonado novel of the same name. The New Deal aside, Jennifer is rumored to be rekindling her romance with ex-Ben Affleck after they were spotted to be spending time together several times. Recently, the rumor couple appeared to confirm the rumors that they were getting back together as they were photographed closing up to each other for the first time during their outing on Monday night, May 31st. Uh, there's some pictures that are circulating online that show them um, wrapping their arms around each other during a romantic dinner date in West Hollywood. Uh, the lovebirds were also spotted holding hands during their dinner date. It marked the first time they were pictured engaging in PDA since they reported rekindled their romance in April. Prior to this, J. Lo was engaged to Alex Rodriguez. Another notable actor will appear in The Matrix 4. Christina Ricci has been quietly added to the cast of the untitled new installment of the sci-fi film franchise from Lena uh, Rachowski. But the news only arrived months after production on the movie wrapped. An updated press kit from Warner Brothers on the fourth Matrix movie includes Ricci's name in an all-star cast, which already includes Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Jada Pickett-Smith, uh, Priyanka Chopra, uh, Jonathan Groff, and Neil Patrick Harris. Her role, however, remains unknown as Warner Brothers declined to comment on the casting. Ricci had previously worked with uh, Lena Wachowski, who served as director, a co-writer, and co-producer for The Matrix 4, and in 2008 on Speed Razor. Uh, the movie was based on the novel of the same name by author Tasso uh, Yoshida. The futuristic sports action uh, comedy film also featured Emily Hirsch, John Goodman, and Susan Sarandon. The 41-year-old who has a breakout role with her portrayal of Wednesday Adam in The Adam Family and his sequel is also known for her role in films such as Casper, Sleepy Hollow, and Monster. The Matrix 4 began production in February of 2020 before filming was put on hiatus due to the coronavirus outbreak in March last year. Filming resumed in August in Berlin and wrapped in November. The movie is now set to be released simultaneously on uh, U.S. theaters and on the HBO Max streaming service on December 22nd. Plot details are still kept under wraps. And Chris Helmsworth is to front a documentary about Shark Beach. The actor who recently wrapped his upcoming movie, Thor, Love and Thunder, will take part in a special dive surrounded by nurse sharks for a documentary on National Geographic Wild, which will premiere on July 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern. The program, which forms part of a larger Shark Fest week on the channel, will see Chris go on a mission to uncover the science of shark behavior and discover how humans and sharks can safely coexist. Chris will dive alongside conservatorist, uh, conservationist uh, Valerie Taylor as they join forces to investigate how humans and sharks can live better together going into the future. Now, other programs that feature during Shark Fest include the Sharks of Hawaii, Shark Attack Files, Shark Gangs, Rogue Shark, and Sand-Eating Sharks, among others. Wow, that's a lot of sharks. And actress Lupita Nyong'o is helping to celebrate the life and legacy of Peanut, uh, Peanuts creator Charles M. Schultz in a documentary special. The Black Panther star will narrate Who Are You, Charlie Brown, which will explore the origins of the famed comic strip characters and feature appearances from the animator's widow, Jean Schultz, as well as stars like Drew Barrymore, uh, Kevin Smith, uh, Noah Snaps, 
and Paul Sig, among others. A new animated story about Charlie Brown's quest for self-discovery will also be interwoven throughout the program. The show co-executive produced by Ron Howard and Brian Grazer will debut on Apple TV Plus on June 25th. Also getting a documentary is Jackie Collins. The late author is to be the subject of a new CNN documentary. <laughs> the Lady Boss, the Jackie Collins stories, will debut on the new channel on June 27, and it's going to be directed by Lori Ferry. The film takes its title from one of Collins' 32 novels and features family photographs, home movies, and excerpts from the writer's personal uh, diaries. Ferry uh, will, uh, will follow Collins through her final days, including a determined return to London for a farewell to her beloved siblings, actress Joan and Bill, her sister-in-law Hazel, and her close circle of business confidants. During that London visit, most did not realize that Collins was in her final days of breast cancer and had secretly lived with the devastating disease for six years. Along the way, Ferry's interweave uh, interview with Collins' cherished uh, daughter, Tiffany, Tracy, and Rory, and dearest friends to yield a sometimes surprisingly vulnerable portrait of a relatable and complex woman behind the fan-crazed chronicles of Hollywood scandals and sex. Yeah, I, you know, how many of you guys used to read one of uh, jo- uh, uh, Jackie Collins' novels? She used to write some good stuff. Oof. Yeah, she used to write some juicy, juicy novels. Um, Swiss Beat's eldest son is posed to break into Hollywood after landing his first movie role. Nasir Dean will make his big screen acting debut in an upcoming project, Charge It to the Game, playing one of four best friends in the coming-of-age drama. His mother and manager, Nicole Levy, tell TMZ Dean was initially approached about moving into acting after appearing in Common's 2019 video for Hercules, which featured his superstar father, Swiss, but he turned down various offers at the time to focus on his music career under his stage name, Note Mercado. Now Dean is ready to try and make a name for himself in the film and TV industry and recently auditioned for a role in the second season of the hit teen drama series, Euphoria. He didn't get the part, but has now signed on to sign in charge to the game, which is set to begin filming in Atlanta, Georgia, later this month. In addition to the 20-year-old full-name Prince Nasir Dean, Swiss also has a daughter and three other sons, including two boys, with his wife, Alicia Keys. Meanwhile, Swiss B recently completed DMX's posthumous album following his pal's passing, and... Uh, but he said that uh, when he when DMX passed away, he was totally crushed and destroyed. But he had to pull this through for him and his family and for his legacy. The um, I don't I don't know if you guys remember uh, the movie Thelma and Louise. Do you know it's going on the 30th anniversary of the cult film classic? And Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis are reteaming to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Thelma and Louise. The Oscar winner 1991 movie directed by Britt Ridley Scott features the two actors as best friends embarking on a wild American road trip during which Louise, portrayed by Sarandon, kills a man who was trying to rape her pal Thelma, played by Davis, 
ultimately leading to further tragedy. The film, which really struck a chord with audiences for its theme of female empowerment, is also notable for an early and memorable screen appearance by Brad Pitt, who played a sexy thief who captured the heart of Davis' character. Now Susan and Gina will host a special drive-in screening to commemorate the milestone in conjunction with the uh, Cinepia Drive in Bosses uh, at Los Angeles Iconic Greek Theater. And the pair will also sit down for a question-and-answer session about the movie. Proceeds from the event will benefit the L.A. Regional Food Bank and the Gina Davis Institute on Gender and Media. Wow. And um, Issa Rae uh, couldn't hide her excitement about fulfilling her childhood dream, revealing that she will lend her voice to the role of Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse sequel. The insecure actress and co-creator said it was such a dream come true. The 36-year-old whose real name is Joe Issa Rae Diop, confirmed her role via Instagram story on Friday, June 4th. Issa will join Shamik Moore and Haley Steinfeld, who are reprising their role as of uh, Miles Morales and Spider-Gwen, respectively, in the upcoming Sony Picture Animation movie. Right now, Issa is currently busy filming the fifth and final season of her hit HBO comedy series, Insecure. She's also starring in and executive producing a Black Lady Sketch Show, Season 2, and the actress was most recently seen on Black AF, The Photograph, and 2020 action comedy, The Lovebirds. Right now, we have 18 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to also take another music break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. What you doing on this side? Do you know where you are? Let me give you some advice Before you get too attached, baby Don't get caught up in the lies Cause you will never make it back Cause this city, this town Is so much more than that, baby Do you feel like
That was new music from Destiny Rogers featuring Kaylin for real for real in Wake West Side. Uh, we got 14 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, Disney will continue to dabble in the paw business for the time being. The studio is reportedly already in early development of a follow-up to the Emma Stone star Cruella only a week after the movie hit U.S. theaters and some international markets. Craig Gillespie and Tom McNamara, who serve as director and screenwriter respectively for the first movie, are expected to return in their role for the second movie. Other details such as cast and plot lines are currently unknown, but it's very likely that Stone will reprise her role as the title character. Uh, it's not unexpected that Disney wants to develop a Cruella sequel, considering its gleaming box office performance. The live-action movie focused on the 101 Dalmatian villain debuted to $32.4 million in the United States and Canada in its first week, and $16.1 million in other territories for a worldwide total of $48.5 million. It placed second on the North American box office behind the long-awaited horror sequel, A Quiet Place Part 2, which opened to a massive $69.1 million, a record-breaking opening in the pandemic era. Cruella was also released simultaneously on Disney+, Plus with premiere access on March 28th, and according to Samba TV, the film was watched by about 686,000 American households in its debut weekend, 39% behind Mulan's, and $1.12 million resulting in around $20.57 million in revenue for Disney. The company also reported 83,000, I'm sorry, yeah, 83,000 U.K. households watched the film, resulting to uh, in $2.35 million, 15,000 in Germany and 9,000 in Australia. Quentin Tarantino fears his last movie will be his worst. The Kill Bill director has made no secret that the next film will be his last at the helm, but he admits it's, he's a little concerned by the curse that directors' last movies are always horrible. Tarantino's most recent release was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he admits he would be bowing out on the hit movie. The filmmaker previously said family was behind his decision to retire from directing movies. He married wife of... Uh, his, uh, his wife, Daniela Pick, in November of 2018, and they welcomed their first child, a baby boy, in February of 2020. Uh, Kim Kardashian had credited discussing her uh, infamous sex tape in the first ever season of Keeping Up with the Kardashian with helping her deal with her emotions. The star shot the fame in 2007 when a 2002 romp she had filmed with her then-boyfriend Ray J was leaked online just as Kim and her family was getting ready to launch their e-reality show. At the time, Kim addressed her reason for agreeing to shoot the X-rated clip during an on-camera chat with her older sister, Kourtney Kardashian, declaring she did it because she said, quote, I was horny and I felt like it, unquote. Now, as the series finale of Keeping Up with the Kardashian looms, Kim Amid talking about difficult subjects on the show has helped her to process the ups and downs in her life. The 20th and final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashian premiered in March, and Kim has continued to be honest with fans, recently admitting on air that her current divorce from third husband, Kanye West, has left her feeling like a failure. The last episode uh, ever episode is set to debut on Thursday, tomorrow, June 10th. 
Shania O'Connor has volunteered her service to serve as a judge on the reality show The Voice in her native Ireland after announcing her shock retirement as a musician. The singer stunned fans on Friday, June 4th, that she took to Twitter to reveal her planned 2022 album, No Veteran Dies Alone, will be her last as she has decided to quit her recording career and cancel all tours committing uh, all tour commitments because at 54 she's no longer willing to continue with the grind. She told her followers, quote, this is to announce my retirement from touring and from working in the record business. I've gotten older and I'm tired, unquote. NVDA in 2022 will be my last release and there will be no more touring or promos. On Saturday, the Nothing Compared to You hitmaker admits she has not given her team a, a representative any advance warning about her retirement, which emerged just days after the release of her candid memoir, Rememberings. Now O'Connor, also known as Shahada Sadakat, uh, after converted to Islam, is hoping her clear schedule will enable her to live out her dreams of becoming a TV personality, offering help and advice to inspiring artists on talent competition shows, The Voice. Chris Harrison has officially quit the dating show The Bachelor after hosting it for 19 years. The TV favorite stepped back from the series earlier this year and been a race row uh, after backing a contestant who was criticized for attending an antebellum-style party, which many insist was linked to America's slavery past. The woman at the center of the drama, Rachel Kirk Connell, went on to win the hearts of African-American bachelor Matt James, and the couple has reunited following a much-publicized split, but Harrison Link to the franchise are over for good. He was recently replaced as the host of The Bachelorette by two former contestants, uh, Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow, and comedian David Spade will take over The Bachelor in Paradise show this summer. Harrison was slammed for appearing to be dismissive of Kirk Cadell's alleged racist behavior in an extra TV news interview with former Bachelorette Rachel Lindsay. Days later, he apologized and announced plans to step down from the dating show. And according to TMZ, he and ABC Network bosses reached a confidential settlement on Monday, June 7, and on Tuesday, Harrison took to his Instagram page to confirm his exit. However, the news of Harrison's departure appeared to have stunned fans of the dating show franchise, many of whom have vowed to boycott it until the host is reinstated. And Simon Cowell is planning a Las Vegas show based on America Got Talent, the 61-year-old Star has reportedly pinned a deal worth $14 million a year with the Luxor Hotel for an upcoming residency featuring the winner from this year's series of AGT, along with other performers. A more formal announcement is expected to be made next month, and its likely star from Britain Got Talent will also join the show in the future. Although the winner of the U.S. show has performed in Sin City as part of their prize, the new project is seen as a much bigger deal. It's said that the media mogul has been working on the deal since 2018, although the pandemic stalled the project last year. And Ed Sheeran is set to debut his comeback single at TikTok UEF, no, UEFA Euro 2020 show. The perfect hitmaker was recently reported to have landed a big money deal to become the face of the video sharing platform, and he's confirmed his return to the stage as part of the live stream gig from his home team, uh, it's Switch Town football team, or football club, actually. It's Switch. 
Uh, the show kicks off at 9 p.m. British Standard Time on June 25th and will be free to watch on TikTok. What's more, Ed took to Instagram this week to share a brief teaser of the new song, sharing a clip of himself and close pal Courtney Cox on the piano, along with the caption, June 25th. It's not known if the Friends star will appear on the track. And black country music pioneer Linda Martell is set to be recognized with the Equal Play Award at the 2021 CMT Music Awards. Singer Mickey Galton, Guyton uh, will present the accolade created in 2019 to recognize and combat a lack of diversity in country music to the 86-year-old, while Darius Ruckus, Carrie Underwood, uh, Rhiannon Giddin and the 2020 honoree Jennifer Nettle will help to celebrate Martell's legacy with a performance at Wednesday's Prize Giving. In a statement announcing the news, Leslie Fram, a senior vice president of music and talent at CMT, said that Linda Martell is a living legend who has influenced so many artists of color, giving them the courage and hope to pursue their dreams and a future reality of equal play in country music. Linda, uh, Linda embodies the spirit of our Equal Play initiative, and we are proud to honor her with the prestigious award, unquote. Martell rose to fame in the 1970s with songs like Color Me Country, a cover of the Winston R&B hit Never Before, Never, uh, the, before the Next Teardrop Fall, and Bad Case of the Blues. She became the first black woman to perform solo at Nashville, Tennessee, storied Grand Ole Opera, but faced a racial backlash in the music industry and eventually turned her back on country. Miranda Lambert and Marin Morris lead all nominees heading into the 2021 CMT Music Awards with four apiece, while Gallatin, Little Big Town, and show co-hosts Kane Brown and Kelsey Ballerini have each picked up three nods. Barbara Streisand has reworked her 2014 song, I Want It To Be You, as a new duet with Willie Nelson. The iconic entertainer has initially reached out to the country music legend to appear on the track for her 2014 duet album, Partners, but ended up recruiting Blake Shelton to join her in the studio as Nelson part wasn't ready by her release deadline. Now Streisand has finally unveiled the uh, Nelson collaboration, which will feature on her new rarities project, Release Me Too. The compilation will put will pull together previous unreleased songs from Stice's music vaults, such as Be Aware and One Day a Prayer, as well as If Only You Were Mine and Barry Gibb and Rainbow Connection with Kermit the Frog. Also included is a cover of Carol King, You Light Up My Life, and Randy Newman's Living Without You. Release Me Too is set to hit retailers on August 6th, nine years after the original project was launched. And uh, Adam Lambert uh, can't wait to perform in front of a live audience again. The four-year entertainment hitmaker hasn't been able to perform live in the last year and a half due to the coronavirus pandemic, but he's really looking forward to getting on stage soon. He said, quote, I feel really excited to get in front of a live audience. That's what he told People Magazine. He said, quote, I did a virtual concert around my birthday, and that was a lot of fun, but it's just not the same. Having a live audience is like you tap into a collective energy, and it's an on experience. 
That's just nothing like it, unquote. And the 39-year-old singer is glad to see the mainstream music scene is supportive of LGBTQ plus artists like himself because there was a time when some artists worried about whether or not they could be out and proud and still be commercially viable as an artist. And country music superstar Garth Brooks was scared to death about returning to music after more than a decade away from the spotlight. The Friends and Low Places singer took a step back from his career in the early 2000s to focus on raising his kids following his 2001 divorce from his first wife, Sandy Mall. Although he still staged a few performances here and there, it wasn't until the release of his 2014 comeback album, Man Against Machine, that Brooks made it his official music return, and he admits it was a terrifying time. Crediting his fans and peers for making him feel so welcome, he told U.S. news show CBS this morning he was scared to death, but people were, the, his fans were so sweet. Country is the best place to be because, one, you have the most loyal audience there and could possibly be, and they will wait for you. Uh, Brooks, who is now married to fellow singer Trisha Yearwood, has no regrets about the career hiatus because he always knew he had to put his three daughters first. Brooks also suggests he could handle stardom in a better manner, but everything has worked out for the best. And... uh, Aerosmith rocker Brad Whitford isn't convinced there's a future for the group. The I Don't Want to Miss a Thing band started their Deuces Are Wild Las Vegas residency in April 2019 and announced a European tour for 2020, which was postponed to 2021 and then again in 2022. However, in an interview with a fellow guitarist for the Live from Nerdville podcast, Whitford admitted the show might never happen, but insists it's happy to never perform again. He said after 50 years of doing, he said he's ready to start a new chapter in his life. And he don't want to die in a hotel room somewhere. And asked whether the band would be resuming their Vegas residency, he replied, um, no. And when it comes to tour, he admits it became a pipe dream with Brixit, a massive hurdle the group is struggling to overcome. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe. And I'll talk to you next time. Take care.